Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the NSPS podcast. I'm your host, Tim Birch, and this is episode 158. This week, we'll feature the presentation and conversations from the Lobby Day Town Hall. It will feature our Government Affairs team of Chair Mark Sargent, our Legislative Consultant John Palatiello, and John J.B. Byrd, the NSPS Federal Lobbyist. These gentlemen discuss the three talking points for the upcoming March 29th Capitol Hill visit between NSPS and their respective legislators. To participate in the upcoming in-person Lobby Day activities, please visit the NSPS website, nsps.us.com, and register under advocacy slash day on the hill. JB, have at it. John, JB, uh, the floor is yours. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, let me do a quick introduction here. First off, I guess we'll we'll recognize the chair of the Government Affairs Committee, Mr. Mark Sargent, our past president, and uh, along with our legislative consultant, uh, John Palatiello. John, I've been around too many uh, Italians lately. Uh, we're trying to <laughs> roll off the tongue. Palatiello, thank you. Ah, and uh, and of course, John J. B. Bird, our federal lobbyist. Uh, we appreciate everybody jumping on today to hear hear what we've got going on for Lobby Day. So, uh, John J. B., uh, take it away. Great, thank you very much, uh, Tim and Mark, and the rest of the NSPS leadership for bringing bringing the Government Affairs team on for a very important discussion today. My name is J. B. I'm the federal lobbyist for NSPS and also president of Miller-Wenhold Capital Strategies based in Fairfax City, Virginia. Also joining us is John Pelletiello, the uh, government affairs uh, strategic, what we call you, John, the representative, stra- strategician. What, what's there you your title these days? Strategist, <laughs> consultant. Consultant, there you go. And uh, we're, we're the team that NSPS uh, has put together to brought to you know, brought on to help to be your voice on Capitol Hill in front of federal agencies and basically be somewhat of an interpreter for the issues that matter most to the profession and how to relay and how to communicate those both to members of Congress on Capitol Hill, but also federal agencies uh, that regulate or have a market opportunity for uh, the profession itself. And so uh, just going back real quick, where we are in the process and the rationale for doing the town hall today. Um, Back in December, uh, Tim Birch and Mark Sargent came down to Fairfax City, Virginia, Miller-Wenhold Capital Strategies headquarters and uh, met with John P. and myself. The four of us got together to review where we are 
at the end of last Congress. So last Congress was the 117th Congress, meaning 2021 into 2022. And post-election, we took a look at the composition of the new Congress, meaning the 118th Congress, which is 2023 this year and obviously next year, 2024. So now that we're in a two-year cycle in the new Congress, we took a look at all the issues that we'd either uh, had progress or we still needed to make some some movement in, and we took a look at the schedule. And what did Congress schedule uh, for the first and second quarter? Well, number one for 2023, uh, what we took a look at is we, we we looked at all the different issues that impact the profession, and we took a look at what, what was our best intelligence politically for where things stood for big issues and small issues impacting the profession. And what the uh, the goal was coming out of December was to brief the NSPS XCOM, brief the Government Affairs Committee on the final three issues that we want to take to the Hill on what we call NSPS Day on the Hill, set for March 29th, 2023. And those three issues, uh, Tim, if you could go ahead and bring up the, the, the list of the three issues, please. There you go. Thank you very much. So. Uh, one's not more important than the other. We just brought these three up because they're incredibly timely for the end of the first quarter of 2023. So what you see here in the first issue list, the first bullet point, we know that both the House and the Senate, that what's known as the Farm Bill and what actually authorizes a lot of the USDA programs and policies will end by September 30th of this year, meaning House and Senate have to actually work on what's known as the 2023 Farm Bill. As a result, this provides us an opportunity to take what somewhat of a new issue for NSPS to take to the Hill. And that is, what's the problem that we all know about the national broadband map? We don't have an accurate national broadband map. And there are many reasons for it, but really briefly, what we're trying to do by bringing this issue to the attention of Congress we have a draft bill that seeks to do two different things connected with the national broadband map, but also the related telecom infrastructure where a lot of money coming out of the big infrastructure bill from 2021 through grants, whether it's through the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, the National Telecom and Information Administration, the NTIA and the Department of Commerce, and then more importantly, as far as the Farm Bill is what's known in USDA, this, the, the Department of Agriculture, what's known as the Rural Utilities Service, RUS. Those are the big three agencies that have a role to play in the national broadband map. And really none of the work is being done by licensed professionals. There's no oversight of source of procurement of the professional service of surveying the mapping related to the national broadband map but we also want to make sure there's a proper role for the profession in the build out of the grants going to state and local units of government for the build out of the telecom infrastructure. So the proper siding and permitting, if you will, of the telecom towers of the fiber and cable uh, underground or the telecom towers above ground. And so there is a massive opportunity to impact the both the House and the Senate versions of the Farm Bill through a draft bill we're calling the Base Mapping Act. And what we're asking 
members of Congress to do is to introduce the bill in the House, introduce the bill in the Senate. If they don't introduce it, agree to co-sponsor the bill. And so that's our that's our walk away uh, ask, if you will. Uh, so that's that's what we're trying to do. Uh, the good news is that in the 2018 Farm Bill, there's a provision that recognized the importance of the surveying profession. That we work closely with members of Congress and the Senate to get into the bill that created a task force that authorized a task force to to advise and counsel the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, and the, the uh, Department of Agriculture on how to expand, how to move uh, broadband coverage to the rural, rural locations across America, to the heartland, to the farming areas. And as a result of that provision at NSPS 1 in 2018, we do have representation on that task force and specifically the mapping working group through Brett Earth, who used to be a director from Pennsylvania. He is the NSPS representative advising the FCC and USDA on these kind of mapping related issues. And so on one hand, it's great to have his voice help us out internally, but it's also, we, we know that we also need authorization language to also make sure again, the survey profession is uh, utilize uh, uh, as much as possible and to again solve these problems. Number one, we still don't have a national, an accurate national broadband map. And number two, leverage the profession in the siting and permitting and the related design opportunities for the telecom infrastructure. The next issue, second bullet point there, a lot of folks will have heard about FEMA's National Flood Insurance Program, NFIP. Just like the Farm Bill, the NFIP reauthorization needs to be addressed by September 30th of this year. The good news is that in the House, we have a bill known as the Images Act that really focuses on purely the surveying and mapping and geospatial reforms to help with creating better premium rates, the entire uh, movement uh, to 2.0, of the flood insurance program uh, and recognizing again, uh, the need for improved mapping, improved surveying data to help with the implementation of the bill itself. But these reforms that are located in the Images Act, the good news, uh, we expect to have a house bill introduced in the, in, the, in the coming weeks. So we should have a house bill number. The, the HR 4088 is from last Congress but it's a good starting point for this Congress that will have a new bill number. And so the ask when members of NSPS go to uh, Capitol Hill is, uh, will you co-sponsor the House bill? If it's a Senate office, we want to get a companion bill, basically a Senate version of the House bill introduced. But uh, that's the opportunity. That's why uh, it's incredibly relevant and uh, again, we wanna make sure that FEMA and NFIP uh, leverage uh, the surveying profession. And then the third issue, the last bullet point, uh, the licensing sense of the Congress resolution. Just like NFIP and Images Act last year, we, we, we took that to the Hill. This year is also the same thing, if you will, for the licensing, licensing sense of the Congress resolution. As many of you know, in the state houses around the country, 
uh, various uh, uh, professions that are licensed are under attack uh, by those that try are trying to deregulate or in the process of trying to deregulate a wide variety of licensed professions. We think that we've been wrapped up, unfortunately, in that um, that wave, that tsunami of efforts at the state level. And so what we're trying to do with this sense of the Congress resolution is to differentiate why the surveying profession is licensed in the first place, primarily for protecting public health, welfare, and safety, and why it should be differentiated from a wide variety of other uh, uh, occupations, uh, professions, or industries that also have some version of licensing. There may be a good reason to deregulate some uh, professions, occupations, or industries, but what we're trying to do from a design um, profession, a design uh, perspective, when you take a look at what surveyors, mappers, uh, architects, engineers, we have a, a sense of the Congress resolution that differentiates why it's important to keep these professions and specifically the survey and profession license. Once we get this bill, this resolution introduced in Congress, it's not going to go anywhere. But the importance that we get it introduced is that when the state houses, when each of the state societies have to battle and have to push back against those forces that are trying to deregulate our profession, this is going to be very helpful to, to let folks know that Congress has taken a stance. They literally have put a stake in the ground. They recognize the importance of the profession. They recognize the importance of why it's licensed and why it's different than a lot of those other areas where deregulation may actually make sense. Um, so that, that's what our ask is. In both the House and the Senate, we need to get a resolution introduced in Congress. And that's basically what the ask is when uh, you register and come to Capitol Hill on March the 29th. So with that, um, before we uh, move to the next slide, Tim, maybe we can open this up for any questions about any of the three issues. Do we need to clarify anything? Do we need, does anyone uh, need any additional information for this, this uh, three central issues? Hey Ben, you want to jump on and uh, and 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 say what your comment was? We we've just gone through a battle in the state house in Kentucky, where they were looking to reduce requirements for licensure, and they had a couple of laws proposed for universal licensure across the state and uh, other issues. So these are coming up right now. Uh, and affect how we work and how we are accountable to licensing boards and how we are educated in uh, business principles, law, uh, technology, all of that is important. So um, it's a real battle. I would say taking it at the national level um, is more important uh, so that we all can be consolidated in our approach. Well, let's find a member of the congressional delegation from Kentucky to introduce this resolution. That's going to go, uh, number one, we can leverage that battle experience that you just went through and educate the member of Congress from any of those members from Kentucky. And let's see if we can get someone from Kentucky to introduce the resolution. That would be a great opportunity for us.
and congratulations on the victory. Sure, thanks. Welcome. Hey, Ben, this Great. is John Palatiello. I don't mean to get off topic, but um, what motivated that uh, state legislator to introduce that bill? There was an engineering firm here in Kentucky that uh, was looking to hire cheap surveyors. And instead, they hired a lobbyist to lobby for the introduction of the bill to reduce the educational requirements. Okay, so it was a constituent that approached him about introducing the bill? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yep. Just to, this is John again, just to put a finer point on that last issue, uh, finer point on what JB laid out. There, there is a coalition of organizations that have a universal licensing bill um, that they are trying to get passed in every legislature. And unfortunately, they have been successful in a number of states. Basically, what it does is it says if you're licensed in one state, then you're, this state will recognize that. It's a very expedited comity or reciprocity process. Um, that universal licensing bill was introduced in Virginia this year, and the Virginia Association of Surveyors was successful in getting it amended to exempt professional services, which in Virginia includes architecture, engineering, surveying, and a handful of other uh, professions. The Obama administration, the Trump administration, and the Biden administration have all gotten on this bandwagon on occupational licensing reform. So if anyone says, well, licensure is a state issue, why are we introducing a sense of the Congress resolution? The answer is because the federal government is already involved in this issue. So we're not introducing the federal government into something where uh, it's not heretofore been involved in or doesn't have a role. It it's already has a role. There have been hearings in Congress on occupational licensing. The Department of Labor has funded some studies and some work on occupational licensing though. So there's definitely a federal nexus to this. And so it's, it's important to get a resolution introduced that simply recognizes that surveying is different than a lot of these other occupations like hair braiding or flower arranging, where there's really no public health, welfare and safety rationale for the licensing. It is simply a way to control the market and limit competition. So JB, why don't you go ahead and, and walk through the other uh, slides and then we'll just open it up to to everyone for discussion on, on everything that we're, we're sure. briefing on. Okay. Great, so uh, yes, uh, Tim, if you could get, perfect, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, so basically here's where we are. The good news is as of Monday, we had uh, a little over 20 folks registered. Uh, the good news is that we've, we just looked at the registration uh, list and now we're up to 37 NSPS members are registered to go to the NSPS Day on the Hill set for Again, Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. Um, we also want to let folks know that not this Friday, but next Friday, March the 3rd, is the deadline. That's when registration will close. 
So one of the uh, ideas behind putting the town hall today was just to catch folks up to speed on the issues and let folks know about the timeline so that hopefully, uh, if not uh, during the session today, then right afterwards, you can go ahead and, and get registered if you haven't already. Uh, Maybe let folks, me jump in at that point uh, and make two comments. One is uh, I did not do an analysis. I don't know if you or Tim, if you have, but of those that are registered, I know we have some instances where there's more than one person from a state, but how many of the 50 states do we have somebody signed up to participate in Day on the Hill at this point? Do we know? Has Have you done that analysis? No, we yeah. just got the, we just got the list, and that was something that we were going to uh, do internally over the next couple of days. Because it would be great to have all 50 states represented. We've never had that with NSPS. We've We've been slowly increasing the participation. So it'd really be great if we had all 50 states covered. The other thing that I would just insert right here, the reason why we have a cutoff date um, for registering to participate in Day on the Hill is our firm will make all of your appointments for you. Uh, so once you register and we have the names of the NSPS members that are coming to Capitol Hill, we will contact your congressmen and Senate offices, and we will set those up. So we need time to do that. That's why there is a cutoff date a few weeks before the actual event. And when Very good. JB, back to you. And when you register, you will receive an email receipt, if you will, that you actually are confirmed as, as registered with the next two bullet points, which is save the date. Uh, Monday, March 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern, we will literally take a much deeper dive for each of the issues, but also the logistics involved with the meeting. So, for instance, if this would potentially be your first time visiting members of Congress, visiting with your congressional delegation, specifically in Washington, D.C., if you haven't gone through that experience, this is the hour-long training session online that will take you through the issues in way more detail and walk you through what, what the best steps you can take that day logistically to make sure that not only what you're communicating is high value, not only is it heard, but your actual uh, getting around Capitol Hill. Anything to deal with, again, as John mentioned, we'll, we'll arrange for your meetings, but we just wanna make sure that your first time experiencing a NSPS lobby day is as positive as possible, and did you get as as much value as possible, uh, and and so forth. So that is what we're hoping to do on the second bullet point. Before I go further, apparently someone has hit, has their hand raised. So yes, Pat, Pat Beeler, Mr. Pat, Pat Beeler. Yeah, this is Pat, and what I'd like to say is we have seven of our LSAW members will be attending, and of the seven, we have six. Uh, different congressional districts of the 10. So what I would we have a almost like a team uh, thing. And so I've been asked to kind of try to coordinate that for all our members. I've got the dates when they're coming in. And uh, so do I contact uh, somebody directly at your office, JB? What, what, what you do, here's the best thing, Pat. Great question. So number one, the registration link. Yeah. Number one, where you can find that is on the NSPS website. Yeah, I already did top. that for myself. Yeah. And so that's what you would need to do is to have every person go ahead and fill that information in. 
and that's where they'll get the receipt of being registered re registered that uh, online page will also eventually be populated with an issue paper for each of the three issues with talking points with the uh, the you know, the other items that can be very helpful for you pat in helping put together the meetings or anyone else that may be visiting um, all right all right we'll do that and, and, and but yeah we've we've got i wouldn't say a conflict but john warren is involved in that agc thing in the afternoon so we have to make sure that we uh, get to his uh, representative call early in the day yeah, pat i've made nothing i've made note of your offer and i will we will follow up with you okay. in coordinating on behalf of the washington delegation we appreciate right. that thanks john thank you pat um, and then the third item there at the bottom, uh, after you go through the online training session and the day prior to the NSPSD on the Hill. So the NSPSD on the Hill is taking place as part of the uh, spring business meeting for NSPS in Arlington, Virginia. And it's going to be in Arlington, Virginia. I think it's the Hilton Hotel in the Boston section of Arlington, Virginia. At the hotel, the day before the day on the hill, at 4 p.m. On, on Tuesday, March 28th, we will do our last update, if you will, providing the latest intel about the issues, the latest intel about logistics, and any additional information or last-minute questions that you may have about how to get the most value out of your meetings. Um, that will be our final opportunity to get everyone together in the same room and walk through again the three issues should we need to at that point and any additional clarity to the issues any additional updates on bill numbers uh what the specific asks are and so forth and that's also i believe when you will receive your packets to take to capitol hill everyone will have one packet per meeting and so to Pat's uh, example um, for LSAW, if there are seven members of LSAW coming to do these hill visits, um, uh, you know, they have two senators, two US, U.S. senators, and I, I think I heard at least six different congressional districts. So that means you will have eight folders, eight packets from Washington State to go up to Capitol Hill with, one packet per meeting. Those kind of logistics, that's what we'll walk through as far as, again, making sure that the three issues uh, you are feel as confident as possible discussing those. Uh, for some of you, this may or could be your first time going to Capitol Hill. For someone like Pat Beeler and others, that this this is not their first rodeo, so to speak, and they are, are, are really veterans of doing these hill visits. So we'll cover the entire kind of logistical side of of again, uh, uh, making these visits as worthwhile and as high value uh, to, to you taking the time, uh, making a cross country trip or coming out of state to come to Virginia for the uh, spring business meeting. And most importantly, from my perspective, the day on the hill itself on, on Wednesday, March 29th. Okay, so I, I, this, yeah, this is Pat again. I have one addition and he is on this call and it's Michael Thompson. and. Uh, he is the Professional Surveyors of Canada uh, past president or past chair, and he is going to be at our meeting and and participate. So uh, he's not a he's not a U.S. citizen. Is is does that complicate anything? We can just have him tag along. That's per yeah. perfectly fine, and you introduce him, and uh, 
Yeah. Okay, officers will be glad to welcome him. Right. Thank you. And if, if someone asks him a question about Canada, you've got someone who's an expert, right? So that could be Absolutely. incredibly helpful. That'd be incredibly helpful to have him there. So that's good news. Um, so, so that's where we are. Uh, the next couple of slides, we really just want to focus on what's the importance? Why, why does it even make sense? Why, what's the rationale? And you know, down the down, you know, down the road, what can come come from this? And what we just want to ro rotate through these slides, Tim. Um, you know, the, these are, are pictures of some of the in-person meetings over over the years. In this case, um, the Alabama delegation met with um, um, uh, Mike Rogers, a Republican from Alabama. Well, last Congress, when this picture was taken, he was in the minority. He was ranking member of the House Committee on Armed Services. What's changed in the year? Well, now he's in the majority. And as a result, he's chairing the Committee on Armed Services. And so what we what we typically say is that these kind of visits, we don't want these to be one-offs. This is kind of just like any other kind of clientele management. This is all about relationship building. And politics should be building up rapport, developing relationships, and then when it makes sense to work together on public policy issues through, in the case of Congress, it could be legislation. If it's federal agencies, maybe it's a regulatory issue. And But for the purposes of day on the hill, what resulted from this meeting? Well, one of the bills, one of the issues we went up to Capitol Hill last year was the National Flood Insurance uh, Program, the NFIP. And we had a bill in the House called the Images Act, HR 4088-4088. And I was right there with the Alabama delegation. You can see Pat Beeler, even though he's from Washington State, he tagged along. And what happened was, um, uh, the Alabama folks, uh, Jeff Blandani and, and, and the rest of the group from Alabama, of course, Tim Birch, you see their picture. We got a co-sponsorship commitment from Mr. Rogers. He said, oh, that's what you want? You want me to, to co-sponsor the Images Act? I'll do that. And that was as simple as it got. As it turned out, <laughs> good news or bad news, as it turned out, Mr. Rogers was a man of his word. He was the lone House member to put his name on the bill as a as as a co-sponsor. We already had a lead champion in the House as a Republican, a lead champion in the House as a Democrat. But beyond those two, Mr. Rogers put his name on the bill. That's a big deal because when you have someone who literally runs a different committee than the bill is in, it shows not just bipartisanship, but it shows multi uh, multi committee interest. And someone of his significance putting his name on the line on a bill that no one else put their name on, that is incredible good uh, credibility, gravitas added to the bill, if you will. And so uh, we look, uh, look forward to continuing to leverage Mr. Rogers' interest, even though he's not on the Committee of Jurisdiction, he sees it obviously as a major issue for his district and his state of Alabama. Let's go to the next slide. Montana, uh, well, we were able to get um, uh, Director Matt Morris from Montana into a meeting with uh, Senator Baines. Now this was taken back in 2021 when largely Capitol Hill was largely shut down and it was really tough at that time 
just to actually get access to the building. Well, uh, quite frankly, from the profession, Matt was the first uh, NSPS member to actually get into either the house or Senate office buildings. And so that was two years ago. So we'd like to think that Matt's a pioneer on a lot of different issues, but certainly logistically, he was able to leverage his relationship, not just with the senator, but with the senator staff to get an in-person meeting with the senator and, and discuss a lot of infrastructure-related issues. Um, so, you know, the senator, Senator Daines, I'll just give you an example of where Senator Daines is very impactful on. Um, we've been working with him over the years on underground utility location for pipelines. And he's had some major issues in Montana. So the extent the surveying profession could be very helpful to a state like Montana and other states nationwide that have pipelines either above ground or underground. In the case of Senator Daines, he had pipelines under rivers or through rivers that were uh, having issues. And so he was able to leverage Matt's expertise on not just infrastructure related issues, but a lot of other issues. But anytime we can get a member from NSPS to, to go into Capitol Hill, continue a relationship with the US Senator or a House member, that's a big deal. Um, and so uh, again, JB, you muted That's yourself fine. for a moment. Sorry about that. Am I back? Yeah, yes. Sorry, I might have. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, can we go to the next slide, Tim? Yep. And then here's our Wisconsin delegation from last um, last year meeting with Mike Gallagher, a uh, Republican from Wisconsin, who uh, is not only on the Armed Services Committee. And actually was en route outdoors. Uh, that's when we caught him. He was on his way from his office in Longworth to go over to the Rayburn building. And that's where our NSPS members, including former president, uh, Lisa Van Horn, pigeonholed him and got him, got him to stop and, and chat briefly, uh, took a photo with the congressman. Uh, many folks will probably be seeing uh, Mr. Gallagher on Fox News or on on all sorts of interviews, if not every day, then a few times a week. Uh, he's very high profile. He was just selected to um, chair a special committee in the House to take a look at uh, supply chain issues connected with China and domestic opportunities and so forth, and to really evaluate a lot of things, foreign relations, but also domestic economic policy as it relates to China. And so uh, that gives us, the surveying profession, an, an in to talk about all sorts of opportunities, uh, such as um, drones, the profession's use of UAS or drones that may either be manufactured or have some version of parts manufactured in China, and how recently there's, there's definitely been bills introduced to crack down on domestic use of drones with any kind of connection back to China. Um, but also the supply chain issue when it comes to locating critical minerals, critical materials, and what's the surveying profession's role in identifying a domestic source of those materials or minerals. And so as a result, we've got an access point. We have a relationship with the chairman of the full of the special committee on, uh, uh, with oversight over China beyond everything else he does on the armed services committee. So that's a big deal for the profession to have uh, to leverage uh, the relationship that 
uh, WSLS has, has put together with uh, the congressman who, again, is now chairman of a very significant uh, uh, special committee in Congress this, this session. Uh, those are the opportunities, again, where when members of NSPS decide to make that commitment and to, and to um, volunteer to come to Capitol Hill and to petition, in our view, uh, you know, Congress, a constitutional right to do that. But importantly, it's all about messaging these three issues up on Capitol Hill at the end of March. That's the opportunity in front of you. Um, again, there are several of you, it sounds like, that have been around the block. This is not your first rodeo. However, for those of you who are you know, contemplating jumping in feet first, this is a great opportunity to do so. This is a, you know, lots of freshman members, not just in the Senate, but in the House. They are looking to develop relationships just like you would be coming to the Hill for the first time. The great angle here, I think, to leverage is that Theoretically, they're the experts at legislation. And the opportunity for them, it should be a two-way street. The opportunity for them is to leverage your expertise in the surveying profession. And between these three issues, these are the opportunities that we want to make an ask of these members of Congress and U.S. Senators. We want to ask them to co-sponsor a bill. We want to ask them to sponsor a bill. We want an action from them. And so by you taking that first action of registering uh, before the March 3rd deadline to register for the SPSD on the Hill, that qualifies you not just to go up and represent the profession, but also to ask for action from your respective member of Congress, your congressional delegation, your U.S. senators, and so forth. So that's why- JB, let me jump, let me jump in for a second. And um, we do want to open it up for any feedback or comment. Let me just uh, emphasize something. We, we really and respectfully ask that when you come in for the NSPS Day on the Hill, um, as JB said, you will be briefed on these issues in more detail. You will have a leave behind packet with issue papers um, that you will be able to leave with each office you visit. But we respectfully ask that you just talk about these three issues. JB went off on a little tangent in giving you the background on some of these members of Congress that we've met with in the past. But if you have a personal issue, if you have a company issue, if you're really passionate about immigration or the border or, or any or taxes or anything else, please, uh, this is not the time or place for those discussions. We really respectfully urge you to stick to the three issues um, because that's what will provide the greatest impact on behalf of NSPS and the surveying profession. So with that, let's go ahead and open it up. And anybody has any questions, anything we can clarify, we would be happy to do that. Looks like the chat box has got a couple of questions, a couple of uh, comments. Those have all been there. answered. Okay. As we've gone along. Yep, we've got those done. Uh, anybody else? I mean, that's what we're here for, to, to talk about what uh, what this is all about. If there's any questions about the uh, about the, the, the topics themselves, the, the talking points, uh, now's the time to ask the question. Mr. Kleinman, I see you are unmuted. Yeah. Hey, um, JB and John, I guess. So this would be my first year of in-person. 
Um, but I recall I seen the last two years, the virtual, you may have narrowed it down if a specific rep or senator was um, involved with one of the three issues. Do you foresee doing that? Like, hey, if you're meeting with this congressman, just stick to this one issue or it's always going to be all three? We will yes. advise you on which issue to discuss in which office. Um, when, when our team is making the appointment for you, the office will most likely ask, what does Mr. Kleinman want to come in and talk about? That's so that the appropriate staff person can be in the meeting right. with the member of Congress, or you're assigned the appropriate staff person if you meet just with staff. So we will try to help you target which issue is most appropriate for each office. So that's a great question, Richard. Great, thanks. Ben, you got something else? Yeah, the question that I had is, uh, this is very informative today with the Zoom meeting. Is there anything else that would help as far as reaching out to our representatives before the day on the Hill or uh, educating ourselves what our best steps to do early on before we ever get to D.C.? There's really no other outreach right now uh, to your member of Congress. Um, the things that are up on the slide now, the training that we're doing is how you can prepare yourself for the meeting. Um, but what's important and what we will discuss in the training on Tuesday, March 28th, is one of the things you'll get is a sample thank you letter. So the follow on to your meeting is far more important, Ben, than anything leading up to the meeting. On the uh, NSPS website, the same link that takes you to the registration page will also take you to uh, source material resources to help study up on the issue. So in between the, the online training webinar that will be um, uh, taped, recorded, and then posted on the resources page, you'll also have access to the three issue papers, to the talking points, to the, the draft um, thank you letter that John uh, just referenced. So um, we can still have some good intel for you in between now and the training session and then obviously after the training session on the 20th, but before the 28th. And we'll, the closer we get to the date, the more finalized those documents will get based on the intel that we received from uh, our, our friends on Capitol Hill. All right, very good. Thanks, John and JB. Uh, any other questions while we uh, while we're getting down to the to the end here? Any other things? Uh, if not, uh, Mark, do you have anything you'd like to add uh, as the chair right here at the end? Sure. Um, just uh, hey, everybody. Good to, to see you all. Um, we picked these issues because we thought they were present great opportunities to our members as well as to the profession and also our important issues uh, for the public. So this is exciting uh, because it is going to be the, the first time we're back on the Hill in person in two years. Uh, so I don't know how many of you had have had the, I know a lot of you have been there, but I don't know, some of you like Richard haven't been there. I can tell you I've been there a few times and I did find it, you know, one of the most rewarding experiences of my career. So I look forward to that. And the one thing I will tell you uh, that I made a mistake last time I went 
um, is or the first time I went is I didn't bring any business cards with me and um, make sure you get plenty of business cards. So with that, uh, look forward to uh, seeing you all again on uh, the 20th March. Okay. Well, let me good. just, this is John Palatiello again. Let me just add one other point. I'm glad Mark said what he did. Um, you're going to find, first of all, I, if you're doing this for the first time, please, please, please don't feel intimidated. Um, these folks work for us. They're our elected representatives. You pay their salary. Uh, you and your neighbors elect them. Um, so um, they're public servants. They're there to serve you and represent you. They cannot be intelligent legislators unless they learn about issues, and they're probably not learning about a lot of surveying issues unless they hear from surveyors. So as JB said earlier, you're the expert. So you're really having that meeting from a position of strength. They don't expect you to know the ins and outs of Congress, but what you bring to the table is expertise on surveying. So it's an extraordinarily valuable knowledge and experience that you're, you're bringing to the table. And finally, um, as I, I hope we impressed upon you today, this is extraordinarily effective. This is how things get done. And by you participating in this activity, you're helping our elected officials know a little bit more about the profession of surveying, the way that you serve the public and your clients, how you contribute to our nation's economy, protect property rights, all the things that surveying is involved in. And so it is extraordinarily helpful, beneficial, and very productive. So you will, uh, I'm sure you will come away with the same impression that Mark just mentioned, and that is you'll find it a very rewarding experience. And, and in closing, uh, this is JB again. Um, if, you, if this really is your first time and you're coming from a state where you are the sole attendee from your state, uh, Number one, we should know about that, and we will do whatever it takes to make sure that at least on your first visit on the 29th, that you go with someone, and that that would probably be a staff or someone like me or someone on our team, so that you don't feel like you're just being thrown out to the wolves, if you will, that we can at least have someone uh, go with you that's done this before, and after you get, you know, after you pick it up the first time, as John said, your expertise will only get even better with each job successive meeting that you have. But we will do everything we can to make sure that if it's your first meeting, you're a rookie, you're a first termer, um, then we're going to try to make it as, as, as helpful and as positive of an experience for you. Um, and to the extent um, that I can be of help to you anytime before you come to DC or after you arrive to Arlington at the hotel, um, that's my job. My job is to, to help you out with this. And if I can be of any help to you, uh, preparing, just feeling more comfortable, more confident, more aware of the issues, the finer points, uh, please don't hesitate to reach me and our team. Well, thank you, JB. Thanks, John. Thanks, Mark. Uh, any final good of the order comments from anybody? Um, like I said, I think JB's laid out a, a, a and John have laid out a great uh Great situation here. Like you said, if you if you are the only one coming in from your state, yes, we will definitely have you tag teamed with someone uh, to where you don't feel like you're the Lone Ranger going up there. It's it is like Mark said, it's a very valuable and very uh, rewarding uh, opportunity to 
to to make a difference. So uh, uh, we hope hope everybody enjoys it uh, that are that are first timers and those that are returning. Well, you know what you're getting into. So there there we go. So well, if we don't have anything else, uh, I think that'll wrap us up for for this uh, little town hall. I appreciate everybody coming on. Uh, bottom line is this is what we were trying to do to to uh, really get people involved with with the issues themselves uh, right off the bat if they hadn't signed up yet to get an idea of what it's all about. Uh, like those dates said uh, before, if, you, if you're interested, if you haven't signed up yet, March Friday, March 3rd is the, the deadline because it is it is a lot of uh, a lot of work behind the scenes. Nicole and the team putting all of these uh, appointments together and making sure that uh, uh, everything is spaced out well enough that uh, you're not 15 minutes to go from the congressional side to the to the Senate side. So uh, it's uh, it's it is a it is a big task. So um, if that's all, I think we'll wrap it up here and uh, we appreciate everybody coming on today. Thanks, Tim. Mike, Mike, Mr. Banta, thanks for signing up. Uh, look, looking forward to seeing you. And uh, Big Mike from uh, from Washington, I I meant to was going to say something to you earlier in my email, and I took it back off. That I'll bring my stepladder for our conversations. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you. Very good. All right, everybody, I appreciate uh, appreciate you showing up, and uh, look forward to seeing you on the twentieth and beyond. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.